No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to another fantastic edition of Word Bros. I'm Kevin Cuff. Hi, and I'm Bob France. Um, if you backed our Kickstarter, before we get into Kyle, because we have a very yes. special guest, Kyle Starks, on today. If you backed our Kickstarter for the Dust Pirates, um, it's taking quite some time. I have the books, and they're being uh, packaged and shipped now. The first shipment went out uh, earlier this week. Uh, I've got a bunch of books in my garage that need to go to the post office. So this thing is happening. Your books are coming. If you didn't see the, um, I almost said Netflix. If you didn't see the Kickstarter update, I have the books. We're shipping now. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your patience. Kevin, I've upgraded our shipping techniques big time, baby. I've got, uh, I got thank you cards. So I fill out like a thank you card for each backer. That's that's very sweet of you. Granted, they all say kind of the same thing, but they're, it's yeah. different, like sequential, like thanks for the support. Appreciate it. Thanks for your patience. Hope we you love enjoy. you. You're hope, amazing. Thank hope you, you. Hope you enjoy the book. Team that's, Dust that's Pirates. Good. And I've started wrapping the books in bubble wrap too. Oh, oh. So, well, because, the, so there's no dings and damages. Well, because um, we use... We normally use the um, the Gemini, uh, the Gemini books, mm-hmm. but sometimes if you just have a single trade in there, you can hear it them flops around. Yeah, flops yeah, yeah. around. Yeah. So I bought um, bubble wrap, and I've been bubble wrapping the books, and now no shake. Well, it's just gonna be all book. I'm, st- all I'm, book, I'm, no I'm shake. stepping up our game. I'm even thinking about there's a couple places where you can buy like packing tape like custom made pa- and I'm thinking about getting some word bros packing tape. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I mean, why not? Well, I didn't right? think about I that. Mean, yeah. We, like we, we could use word bros packing tape. It could hold the tablecloth on it conventions and also secure your books. Maybe it's just There's many uses for word bros packing tape. Trying yeah. to step up our game because I see some of our friends who do kickstarters and they do it very well. So I figured, Hey, why not try to uh, give people a little more bang for their buck, a little, a little touch of class, if you will. Speaking of class. Who's our guest today, Bob? Kyle Starks, baby. That's a classy dude. I love Kyle. We talk to Kyle all the time on Twitter about AEW and about all kinds of stuff. He's, he's the got, TNT champion of comics. Yes, he's, he's got a new book coming out called uh, I Hate This Place. It's an ongoing from uh, Skybound, and we're going to talk to Kyle right now. I did. He's got a situation. Uh, speaking oh. of, we got a situation here with my main man, Numero Uno, one of the most talented dudes in the whole the whole business. Son, two time, two time, two time Eisner nominee, Kyle Starks, promoting his new book. I hate this place or fuck this place. Depends on which one you get. I got the clean version. You get a nice one. So I didn't realize there were two versions of it, but which one do you prefer? Do you prefer, I mean, am I, I'm, it's the same story, just I'm not getting the bad words, right? Yeah, it's just the, the variant cover is, is the cover. I, I mean, I, we really fought for Fuck This Place. I'm gonna use profanity, we really fought for it. I really thought it set the tone for the book that I wanted. Uh-huh. Um, 
they at one point in time they're like hey we don't know about it. i'm like no it's it this is it john moyes and the editor he got got behind me he's like no we think it's a really good title and finally like skybound sort of relented they're like all right we're gonna go with it and as soon as like they pressed send like eric stevenson from image was like the retailers hate it he's like we don't the retailers <laughs> hate it uh they don't want to profanity on their shelves and i'm like oh that makes a that makes a lot of sense i didn't really think about um i just thought the f word was really had a lot of you know, with into the fucking world, like it's out there now. I thought we were okay with it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the deal was we have two, we have two titles. It's like, I think that's fun. Uh, Scotty Young did the same thing with, I hate fairyland. I didn't know that. Really? So, yes. Yeah. And you could do the same thing. You could always get the cover that said, fuck fairyland. And I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. Um, and I think if I, if I would have been a little bit smarter, I would have called it like, we hate this place. Um, just so they weren't exactly an I hate slash fuck, like sort of expanded yeah. image universe. But now I'm, now I'm excited to see who's the person who does does it real dumb like me next. And then we'll have a whole, like, we'll do an omnibus. I don't know. Fucking, I don't, know. don't you hate Don't you hate it, though, when you think you do something clever and like, oh, yeah, somebody else already did that. You're like, God damn it. Well, I wish, yes. But I also wish someone would have specifically said that we had this issue before and this is how we handled it. So maybe don't do it exactly like that. But look, if they don't care, I don't care. That's, um, that's just, the spirit, I, Kyle. <laughs> I, just, I just want people to read the book and it's like the title is like, I mean, a title is not the thing, right? So, yeah. Uh, and t- technically, I get to keep my title, uh, and so that pleases me. Uh, and I like the idea of the people who who really like the book are going to sort of get the bad title, you know? Like yeah, that's totally. like when I'm at shows and I'm signing single issues on the who the real fans are. So, 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 so you're saying I'm not a real fan because I got this one? I just I didn't know there was a. You didn't pre-order it. I didn't. I just picked it up at the shop, that's baby. What that's what I'm saying. You're just a casual. No, get out of here. I went to, I don't have time to do anything. You're lucky I had time to go to the store at all. The only reason why I went to the store was because my son had a rain out at his baseball game. That's the only reason why. I went to the shop. I picked up your book. I picked up a couple other things. And I said, ooh, I got to get Kyle's book. It should be like anything that has Starks on the name. Put it in the pull list. I, I, John Starks? Why not? I'd read that comic book. I bet it's great. It. A John Stark's comic book. Now, what do you think? I, a, what do you think a John Stark's comic book would actually be about? That's my question. It'd be about a hardworking guy. That's what I know. About a hardworking, probably, probably an underdog, probably an yeah. underdog type. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A hardworking guy fucking up uh, a Hall of Famer's chance to win a ring. Is that what the book would be about? Listen, one one could argue. I don't want to go too inside basketball for the listeners <laughs> who don't know, but I, one could argue that wasn't Don's fault. Uh, he he was you know they kept passing the ball and they left him in the game. I mean, and you know these... what? Here's the thing: people like this. One way to look at it is to be like, look at this guy who put a curse. So let's be fair: Michael Jordan is the one who kept Patrick Ewing from getting a ring. That's true. Um, is that John Starks is is not to me? John Starks is the everyman. He's you or I in that situation where we're going to shoot when we get the ball. To so look at it as like, look at this guy as a failure. I look at John Starks. Um, John Starks was a guy who was literally bagging groceries before he got in the NBA. You're who right. only got into the NBA because he got hurt in summer camp. Yeah. The only reason why he's on the team is because he was injured. And for that dude to become a sixth man of the year, to become an all-star, that to me is like, yeah, he, he had a really bad game. He yeah. legit had a really bad he, game. He, he, you he, know picked, what? he picked the game worst time seven, to have a bad game. Game seven, biggest stage of the world. Like, yeah. you know what? Who's going to crumble? John Starks, every man crumbled. That's what happened. And that's, like, that's the thing. It's like, I think there's a lot of people who would look at that and go, he fucked it up but it's like man to me to me uh what was like game four like ewing was like two for nine or like he had like a real shitty game it's like well to me that's failure right because patrick ewing is excellent 
Like he's greatness. And when greatness fails, James Harden, every fucking, every playoffs, um, like that to me is like, that's worth mockery. But John Starks, who's a guy who fought to be sixth man of the year, who never should have been in the league. I, I don't hold, I, cause I love him. I love the idea of, of guys overcoming. Uh, that's what I love most in sports. Um, I never, my favorite players in bat, and I'm a big, obviously I'm a basketball guy, old head. I think we talked about old head on here. Maybe. I love, I love that um, book. I love it too. I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big basketball guy specifically. Cause like, I've never, my favorite guys are never the best guys because that doesn't interest me. Like, excellence is impressive and it's unique and it's singular um i'm a big celtics guy right now and like i've the media has wanted jason tatum to be a great great player for so long and treat him like one but Uh it wasn't until this year like i've watched it happen and it's amazing to see someone just flip like find that switch and it's great tatum has literally trained his entire life his entire life he's trained he's he practiced with kobe like he's trained with like for him to be excellent at six foot nine ten with like a seven and a half, like, yeah, dude, he just put the work in. I think that's amazing. But it's like my favorite guy is Marcus Smart, who's literally just a dude no one wanted, who just works harder than everyone else, who tries harder than everyone else, who like just got an award no one's won in his position in 30 years. And that dude dies for balls. Like he dies for balls. He's the only guy who blocks out. Like that's the guys I want to watch. I love that. I don't want to watch a guy who does that and isn't excellent in some way. Um, because I like the idea, like Starks was a great defender. And oh, yeah. Marcus is obviously a great defender. Like, I like the thing is defense is effort, right? Um, this is so far away from comics, but you know Shane Battier was re- was frequently like this is the best defender wing wing defender, the best wing defender. And so I was like Shane, what's your um, like what's your secret? And he's like, oh, I can remember, um, I can remember the scouting reports. Like I read the scouting reports. <laughs> I remember. And the whole thing was like j- like he had such an advantage just because he could remember. Yeah. This because he read and remembered something. Like I love that. Like those type of things are interesting to me. Um, not that I don't. Like, I don't love excellence, but it's just like, it's boring to me at, at a, to a degree. Like, watching, like, those are the guys you see that you go, wow, that was great. But it, it's way cooler to me when Marcus goes for like, you know, when he hits nine threes. It's like, yeah. that's amazing. Because uh, he's going to shut people down every night. Anyway, I like that. I like every man. I like underdogs. I like overcoming. Two things I'll say there is I give John Starks credit for going three for 18 because he was a shooter who was streaky as shit. And he knew, and he knew that if I can hit two in a row, I'll be straight. I just got to get this out. Yeah. Um, So he just kept shooting and that's what guys do. They should keep shooting. Second thing is John Starks is the greatest defender who regularly had Michael Jordan dropping double nickels on him. Like even then, even with Jordan dropping double nickels on him, people like he's the best defender in the league. It's like, that's it. That says how good Jordan was and how good of a defender John Starks was. Cause Jordan could have went for Uh, 70, 80 back in those days, but John Starks kept him at 55. That that return, that return game where he dropped 55 on the Oh my God. The four dude. No, he he took like 45 shots though. Like he shot like 22%. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I love John Starks. Uh, I could go talk about Michael too, but Michael Jordan and uh, Sports Illustrated, they asked who the best defender in the league. And he said the two hardest defenders are Joe Dumars and John Starks. And I'll yeah. never forget it. Cause it's like, what greater honor can you get than, you know, the greatest player of all time saying like, these are the two guys yeah. who caused me trouble. Yeah. And one of them was a guy who was literally working at an IGA. Was I love John, liter- I love John who went to three, went to three colleges. Like that's like, yeah, that's like, things. like, man, never give up. If you want it, never give up. Always keep getting better. Um, Find something and dig in. Find something to be great at it. Uh, I think that's true for comics. I think it's true for anything. 
That's my one big regret. All the comic book people are gone now. They're all no, gone. That's fine. They'll come back. They'll, <laughs> they'll come back. That's my one big regret of my commercial radio career was we had the chance to interview John Starks and we said we wanted to because he was coming to like a card show or something. And he yeah. was we he was gonna phone in and we just waited and waited and wait and he never called. That's the one person I was so excited to talk to was John Starks. Never got the chance. Never got yeah, the I'd, chance. I'd love it. I love John I have Starks. Two, I, I have I only have two basketball jerseys, two basketball jerseys. I only own two. Because of men, you, you shouldn't have basketball jerseys. Especially uh, us, only, especially us dumb fat white guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I only have two jerseys, and they're a home. There's a it's a home and away Starks jersey, and I've always like one day I'll get this away jersey. Uh, here, I'll get this away jersey signed one day. Man, here, hang on, I got something I got to show you. Hang on, talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. Just talk. Let's talk uh, about your, talk about your book. Tell everybody how great it oh, is. Oh, I was going to. It's re- it's very good. Um, hey guys, it's me, Kyle Starks. Thanks for coming. Listen to Word Bros with one word bro in me, Kyle Starks. Hey, my new book just came out last week. It's called I Hate This Place or Has a Dirty Title, but fuck this place from Skybound. It is about a sweet couple who inherits a ranch that's awful. It's terrible. It's got monsters. It's got lights in the sky. It's got monsters. It's got some sort of demonic entity. And they have to survive. It's terrible. They hate it. I highly recommend it. Uh, issue two comes out in three weeks. It's super good. It's spooky. Um, it's great. You're going to like it a lot. Right, two things I want to show you that we'll talk about comics. A friend of mine who's a big basketball guy found this for me because he knows my love of John Starks. Look at this thing. Can you see what? it? It's like a plate. It's like a sign? A, it's a signed John Starks plate. I love it. Look at that. And then I got he got he found this too. This isn't as cool, but it's still pretty neat. I love it. It's a isn't, that, isn't that cool? It had it a basketball cool. it had his basketball card in there, but I lost it somewhere yeah. along the way. But yeah, I love John I love Starks. Him. Yeah, I love him. I love him, and I love anyone who who is like similar that they're a streaky shooter. Um, they play good defense. Uh, I'm always a sucker for those. Market. It's been a long time of me sort of going like, I, like, oh, I like this player a lot. I like this player a lot. Yeah. Um, no one's compared to John. I mean, it's the same last name. Like, there's some bias, obviously. But that's why oh, I started watching basketball. It's because I heard my name on the TV. And you're um, such a you're such an egomaniac. No, no, like, that's never- awesome. I never, yeah, it's not even that. It's like I never heard my name in sports, and now I hear it a lot. There's, there's a, a, there's a, uh, um, uh, defensive back who played uh, for Arizona. Like now it's around. Uh, it's also it's in media now. It used to not be in media that you hear Starks or Stark or any version. Yeah. But I never, and I was like, holy shit! Did they just say my name? And I watched, I watched the guys at work. I was working at a comic book shop, and we had a TV on top of an old bottle machine. And I watched. I was like, this is great. Uh, I don't know what made me fall. I mean, I know why i love basketball but i don't know what in that moment made me go man i gotta watch more of this um but yeah i love so marcus marcus is the marcus smart for the celtics is the first player who's like this guy's my number he's my all-time number two it's it's not for there's other guys who came and gone there's dudes who i like if i made a list i'd be like these are the list of guys i just all-time love um but like marcus and there's they're the same dna they're streaky shooters they're guys who want to score um but they're doing all the other stuff so hard like you don't want them to score like you but you don't have to do it you don't have to do it, but they're like, no, we're going to. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. And that's life, you know, but that's, you still go out there and you take the shots. That's right. That's how you got to You got to shoot your shot. And if you yeah, miss, you, you miss, you got to keep shooting. That's right. right. Oh, Kyle. So are you doing heroes? You going to heroes? I am always doing heroes, yes. uh, barring some sort of something awful. I love heroes. It's, I think it's the best. I don't When I say this, I'm not disparaging any other show. But I think Heroes is the best show in comics. It's only comic creators. It feels like a family reunion I want to go to. Um, I see people, everyone there I know and like. Uh, the people who come only want to buy comics. They're not looking for Deadpool stickers or a picture with, you know, the, some Doctor Who. Yeah. 
Um, which again, I don't I'm disparage. Like, get in the door. Like, I think it's great. Bring like let's get if whatever gets people in the door, I'm out for. It. But heroes is just people who are stoked about comics. I found the fans of that show always willing to try new things. Yeah, they're not just looking for the thing that people have known, heard about, or know about. Try to get more of it. Um, it's my favorite show. I, there used to be a couple other shows that were real similar to Heroes. And I wish they were still around. Um, I just wish there were more shows where people were like, but what about Jess Comics? Because uh, I think Jess Comics are great. And I think they're always great shows. They're great, good, fun shows. But Heroes is my favorite. I can't have Mertz anymore. Um, I shouldn't have Mertz anymore. So I'm uh, going to figure out how to. The hot dog place? Yeah, because you're. No, no, Mertz is the soul food place. That's it's right. The soul soul, place, what's man. the hot dog place? Uh, it's so good. I can't think of the name of it for some a, reason. Yeah, I know there's a good yeah, hot yeah, it's dog Rico, place. It's Rico Renzi's favorite place. Yeah, he'd be loving that spot. He loves it, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Heroes. It's always fun. It's a good show. Um, it'll be nice. And I owe you a drink, don't I? I owe you a drink of some sort for you some do. reason. What, what bet did we make? Because I forgot the bet that we made. Because for those of, you, those of you who don't know, and why would you, Kyle, myself, and Kevin are in a uh, wrestling <laughs> chat on Twitter. Where all we, it's just all, us. All we talk about is wrestling. It's just the three of us, and we just talk about AEW nonstop. Oh, AEW. But I think that's where I owe you the drink from, right? Yeah, it's, it's an AEW you, chat. Yeah, because you were certain that the Cody Rhodes chatter was, was a work. That's right. I thought it was a work. I thought it was a work. I thought Cody. I thought it was, was a work, work at first, but when I I, I get, I'm an information man. I'm an information first man. So once I started seeing information, I was like, this is not. And I was correct. Now, uh, now, what does your intuition tell you about the MJF stuff? Is he? It's leaving? a work. It's, is no, it's he, a work. You don't you don't think he's leaving? I think it, no. I think it's I think it's totally a work. One hundred percent. Okay. I mean, will he leave? I'm not saying he won't. But here's the thing: if there if the stuff that he said about the uh, 2024, I did air quotes. If that was legit, Tony Khan would not keep giving this push. He would yeah. not do it. He would not do it. He will take, name him, off of TV for months just because uh, he got a new toy. Brian Cage. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Well, here's what hurt, <laughs> here's what hurt Brian Cage. His wife. Uh, no, here, what hurt Brian Cage is that uh, he couldn't get cheers more than anyone else. Like he, Ricky Starks was getting more cheers than him. Uh, he just, there's nothing he could do to get over with the crowd. Like. It was it was useless. I mean, his politics didn't help, but his he was not getting a response. Like he was always getting the like a zero, and they're like, "What's the point?" Like, and the thing is, like, I love Brian. I mean, I I like him in the ring. Um, I think he might be an awful human being. That's neither here nor oh, there. Oh no, he's an but, awful human being. Yeah. Like, there's but no I, here nor there about it. But it's, I think he's a talented guy. You see, you say here's the thing. I think that's true, but also like that guy is such a proponent of Chris Canyon, and you know, like uh, you know how people were treated in wrestling, especially how like Canyon was mistreated. What's up, Kevin? Welcome to the show. We're glad to have you. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Uh, so I don't know. That's I mean, I think it shows that people, some people have layers to them, right? Like you can have bad politics. That doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad person. But I mean, maybe probably is true for him. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. It is. But you know what? I love, he's dynamic in the ring. And it seems like such a waste for him not to be wrestling somewhere. That's my thing. It's like, well, you guys don't want him, which is fair. Like, I get it. I get that. I mean, if you don't like him and he's not getting a crowd response, it's like, let him like send him, go someplace else, Brian Cage. What the fuck? They were going to use Sabian's another good example. What they're, happened to Kip? They're doing Sabian's something with him. He, they're doing, yeah. He's got that box on his head. He's been doing that for a long time. He's like gonna, a year. He's, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah well, no, he, he, he was hurt. He was hurt super bad. But you know, the thing, yeah. with Chris, the thing with Sabian, I think, is like the best thing that they had going for that guy was that tag team with old, what's his name? Dare not speak his name. Uh, the, the, the sex creep. Yeah. yeah. Guy whose name escapes me. But like that was like they, chaos or something. Wasn't it like Danny? Havoc? and like that's that's too bad because i like kip and uh you know penelope was gone because she was hurt for a long time i think penelope, i think penelope 
has the best music in AEW. I think she has the best theme song. Uh, I love it so much. Whenever it's the best one, it might be um, Hook. Hook. Hook might have the best theme song. <laughs> no, it's, it's I, no, you're, you're right. I, no, uh, no, I no, 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 no. Hook's Hook's song is Action Bronson, and he sucks. I like yeah. Action Bronson. Action Bronson sucks because Ghostface punked him out. I'll never. That, that's, <laughs> I'll tell you what. That song. I think is. I think Kevin because I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was an, like an original song. I just thought that uh, Mikey Ruckus or whatever made such a cool banger for Hook. I was <laughs> nah. so blown away. Like, I was blown away. I think like, this is the best. Like, it's the second. I think Hook has the second best entrance, period, yeah. in wrestling right now. Yeah. Uh, number one is Adam Cole, baby, because you simply cannot touch that. You, that, that is uh, a bulletproof intro that works on every single level. Yeah. Um, but Hook's awesome. got the best entrance, man. I lo- I'm, I'm crazy about it. Call me crazy, too, because I was, have you seen last night's show yet? I've watched it today because, you know, I'm always like basketball throws me off. Uh, it's uh, Wessel Thursday. Sometimes it's Wessel Friday in my house. Sometimes okay. I don't watch AEW till Friday. But I watch it because I knew we were talking about the paper yeah. news. So I am instead a, of my comic, I fuck this place by Skybound. It's out now. I'm a big fan of Wardlow's <laughs> intro with no music and the handcuffs and the guards. I think that's awesome. Oh, you mean the Goldberg intro? You're talking about the literal <laughs> Goldberg intro? No, because Goldberg <laughs> had the stupid music and the smoke. He just comes out. Like they I walk love him. They walk him backstage. He walks they, out. All you can hear is the crowd chanting his name. Yeah. Goldberg's intro. It's Goldberg's yeah, but intro. Doesn't have the dumb music. Goldberg's it doesn't, a, it does, I don't and care. the smoke, the smoke. It, Goldberg it's Goldberg's had the intro. smoke. But it's kinda, Goldberg's intro. I hate I st- it. But I still like it. I like it. I love it. <laughs> I don't because it's Goldberg. It's, it's Goldberg. They like the whole thing. Like, you know, here, I, I don't want to give you, but you know what? I fucking hate even him standing on the cage last night was a <laughs> shout out to Cody, which was the MJF feud. I'm so I hope he does leave. Can I say that? I hope MJF does leave. I hope he leaves sooner than 2024. I hope he goes to WWE. I hope he goes to WWE just because, one, I guess they'll have writers there, so they'll do something new, and I don't have to see him again. It's like, I like MJF. I like MJF. I'm so tired of, like, I love his matches. I love his shtick. I hate how, in, for three years, he's done the same exact feud. It's I the same build-up and the same and the same everything experience because, like, you know, Wardlow's not going to lose because it's for contract. So, like, it's it's a very predictable I'm match a, set yeah, up. And that, doesn't, you know? that doesn't bother me because, like, the thing is, like, look at you have to go through all the every single time. It's like look at like, you have to go through all these things to get to me. It's like for what? For what? <laughs> I hate it. I'm so over it. Then if he, the next feud has to be different, it has to be. It, it has to be different. I still, I still think Wardlow loses. Do you really? Yes, he I won't do. get the contract then, and then he's no, no. So he loses, and then afterwards, Tony Khan meets him like how Triple H used to do with like visiting talent in NXT with a contract at the top of the ramp. Sounds like, yeah, something dumb. I don't, I don't but, know, I don't, maybe. but I don't think you could do that right away. But I think MJF wins somehow because I think eventually MJF's got to win that belt, and he's got to win this feud. Punk's got to win, and then we're gonna have heel Punk and and face MJF against each other. I think I think the opposite. I think, Hangman, I think Hangman, Hangman's going to turn heel. I think Hangman's going to turn heel. I don't think he is. After he loses to, to because there's no way they're going to build up Punk and then not give him the belt. Punk's That's what I'm saying. Punk's flipping. You know, they haven't built him up though. I did, I, this main event is the boringest thing on the entire card. I, I here's the thing. I I Adam. We talked about. I mean, Adam Page's road to becoming champion was amazing. It was so yes. great. Even though the Brian Danielson stuff was such a stupid, ignorant move on their part once he got it. And that's the thing is like everything since then has been a snore. It's been boring really? snore. See, because I snore. I think uh, some of the Who build, is he? The whole hang on, hang on. The buildups, not so much, but the matches are straight bangers. Like his matches oh, have been listen, fantastic. A, a match. What is a match? Like, um, okay. That's that's what I'm interested in. I want to see the match. Then they could they could have no stories then. That'd be fine. You'd be okay with that? 
You should watch Greco Wrestling Roman. I mean, Greco I watch Greco Roman Wrestling. I watch a lot of New Japan and a lot of the New Japan. It's not super story blind based. It's just it's more of the matches. So I kind of dig it to some extent. I, I I like a good performance, but the thing is, to me, wrestling is theater, and what's theater without a story? What's theater without great characters? And I love Adam. I, I think Adam Page is great, but you know what? I feel like he has been shown to be not ready for this. That's what I think is really. And you know, here's the thing: I hate it at the beginning. Prior to this, this feud specifically, this feud's bad. The Brian Danielson, he should not have had that tie. That's so dumb. Brian Danielson, oh, I, like that's so dumb. Right? I love I love the tie. I thought it was cool. It's ignorant. They build him up to be like he's finally good enough to do this, but mm. he can't beat anybody. I like the tie. I thought it was good because then no, he came it? back and beat him. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan of the tie either. When we were talking about this online, I said the same thing. This I, love, saying. I love the tie. I thought the tie. Yeah, was you're great. the only one though. Like everybody one. else, I'm, I'm fine. fine. With, I'm fine to, with that. To be okay. like this guy, this guy is not ready to be champion. He doesn't have what it takes. He finally beats Kenny. Now the next one is should be is a tie. Be him right. Establishing yeah. him as yes, actually worthy, right. but no, and, he tied. The tie uh, kind of yeah. makes him look like less than a champion. So I, 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 dis- I disagree. No, no, it, no. You can be, you're wrong though because it definitely it shows that he's not the most dominant performer in the company. But then he came back and beat. It doesn't Danielson matter. The next week. It doesn't matter. Beat you know, him in 28 later, minutes. Beat him in 28 minutes. It took him 30 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like that's not. That's. But I mean, he, be- he, it would have been better to flip that if he had beat Danielson and then Danielson's like, no, that's bull. I want a rematch. And then yes. they tied. I, I would have been okay right. with that. I would have been disagree. totally okay with that. I agree with, with Kyle because like if they would have done that, it makes Hangman look strong and it doesn't make yes. Danielson look any weaker. I yes. think this way makes him look the same way. I don't think there's a problem either way. No, because no, he should no, have no, tied no. after Omega. Like I, that's I, not, I, that's not I, good. I, yeah. Adam Page looks so, he looks weak as a champion. He had to fight Cole twice. You know what I mean? It's just like, and you yes. know, I know it's because Miro got hurt. I know it's because Miro got hurt. I'm certain of that. I think it's going to be Miro and Paige because Hank, Miro was so hot, but it doesn't hurt him to lose. But Brian Danielson just shows up. He can't lose, right? Yeah. Because then he looks bad. But here's the thing. If you think of that account, if Brian Danielson looks bad, if he loses, doesn't it also make Adam Page look bad if he loses? Well, he tied. That's a loss, my dude. That's not great. No, the like, tie you know was, what I'm saying? I love the tie. The 60 I mean, minute was great. Anyway, I thought it was brilliant. So, the CM Punk thing. Them trying to like they're trying to build they're trying to build some heat in this with like no logic to it. Adam Page is really really mad. The CM Punk oh, doesn't CM Punk about him wanting to take the championship away. Like what, that's what everybody so, wants. It's it. so bad. Yeah, and, and everybody the thing wants is, is like I I hope Page wins. I really do because I like him. I, I'm it, with it, you, but I don't think that's gonna. It has happen. to be Punk, right? It has to be Punk because Page hasn't mm-hmm. Page doesn't move the needle right now. He hasn't moved the needle. He's, the needle hasn't moved. If you listen to the crowd reaction on on no, the this crowd, week's time, like, yeah, uh, I mean, like, the, like he, it was like it was mixed, but it was definitely more punk, and and it, that's that's to be expected. But at the same time, like who, if they give the belt to Punk, like it's it's a crowd pop for the champ and a crowd pop for Punk, so like it's a double crowd pop. And he's which, he's, he's pre-established as someone who is it's just like Moxley or Jericho. Mm-hmm. You, you you have a pre-existing you know cachet. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Punk's going to be like, he, he's going to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Danielson's going to be champ. Punk's going to be champ. Those two are locked. As soon as they sign, their locks are going to be champ at some point in time. Uh, I think I think Daniel Bryan might want to be that trios champ first for some reason. But uh, I, yeah, I think Punk wins just because it makes the most business sense. But honestly. I like that angle when you're talking about Brian uh, Bryanson and the uh, the BCC. I like that one. I think it's fine. I think Danielson, Danielson, not Bryanson. <laughs> Whatever it is, I, I could yeah. care less. I, I like a, I like Muto a lot. I like trios a lot. 
they have a bunch of great. Trios. I do like Yuta. I, I I think Yuta is like amazing. So Yuta on the Indies is a really great heel. He's very smarmy, and you know he's good looking, and he's a good wrestler, and uh, he just has a, a real great uh, like sort of cocky heel vibe. He's I think he's a really good performer. I think he's got good trainers. Um, but I, I think, think the three, once they start doing once they once they kick, I think they're waiting on best friends to be healthy to do this trios thing. Mm, uh, I'm okay. all about it. I love a trios match. If they do it like Lucha Rules, Lucha Rules is no tags. Like if you go out of the ring as a tag, um, those matches are great. They're so much fun. And they just have so many trios. Like they have so many pre-built trios. Yes. Uh, that they've just been sitting on for like a year and a half. Like I hope it happens. Uh, anyway, they win, right? I mean, they win everything. So I don't know why they don't win the pay-per-view. <laughs> Who's there? BCC. I don't know who they're fighting, but they'll beat them. Oh, they're fighting Jericho, the Jericho yeah, they'll Appreciation beat them. Society. Yeah. I'm curious. To see, I'm curious to see how that's going to pan out because I don't know if Yuta's going to be back from Japan for the Super Juniors. So is, is Yuta's not a part of it? He's not a part. Yeah. of it. So it, it's no, Steven, it's, uh, it's Steven Beagle. It, no, it's, 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 yeah. yeah, the other two. That's right. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. Eddie, it's Eddie and Pride and Powerful yeah. and Moxley and I love well, how Brian Daniels is hurt too. Yeah, I love how uh, Proud and Powerful were mad at Jericho for keeping him keeping them out of stuff, and now they're with Kingston, who's keeping <sighs> them out of stuff. Well, it's there. I mean, he's not. The, the thing is, they have to. They have to get a revenge on Jericho. I know. But. I know. It's just, it's just the point. I. Because I, I, the point is, I need to see a proud and powerful title run at some point. And the yeah, fact, the fact that it hasn't happened pro- yet is is maddening. I know. I, I agree. I've been, no, I, I, you know what? The thing is, like, they've been the main event. Like that's the thing. Is like tough. It's, they've been the main event. You know what I mean? Like they've been yeah. the main event for three years. Uh, but I agree. Like them not. Them not. I want to see them in FTR right now. That's the that's the lineup I want to see. Yeah. Um. I think is anyone want to see more of that? No, like that'll be great. Yes, they're, oh, they're always good. Santina and Santina and Ortiz are always good. Yeah, Santina is like great on the mic now too. Yeah, yeah. at yeah. some point he can step up. I love it. I'm I'm also excited for the triple threat tag match. I think that'll be cool. That match, that singles match between those guys, between Swerve and Ricky Starks and Jungle Boy, was one of the best matches I've seen in quite a while. Are, those guys are yeah, great. So good. Rick, Ricky Starks is amazing. Like I've been saying that Ricky since Starks. he showed up. I love yeah. him. I like Starks. Swerve is cool. Jungle Boy's fine. Like I think it's it's oh, great. Wow, I think Swerve. I think Swerve is amazing. I like Ricky Starks as long as he doesn't refer to himself as the Stroke Daddy, and then I hate him. <laughs> I, love I hate him. him. Stroke, <laughs> Stroke Daddy's awesome. It's so bad. It's so bad. I, I hate it. it. It's I so it. bad. I hope uh, they soon, win the belts. I hope they win the tag belts. I think Jurassic. I, I would. Put my, I'm not going to. But Jurassic Express loses. They've had the belts for 20 weeks. They haven't had a major feud. They're dropping the belts. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but sure. I, I would hope it's to Swerve and Keith Lee. That's my. I got. I kind of think it's going to be Swerve and Keith Lee. I think. Yeah. But but I, I always Keith base Lee, these so. decisions on like you know Swerve won that match. Yes. So that's like a th- that's like a gimme, right? That's like yeah. your gimme for losing the next. And Jungle match. Boy hasn't won a singles thing in. A while. Every time they put him in a singles match, he loses. So, mm. if you think about it that way, so they get they're gonna have him feud with Christian. Maybe that's oh yeah, that's um, coming. Yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe slow. that starts this weekend. Yeah, that's slow. They've been slowly building that, which I really dig. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of cool stuff happening in AEW. There's a lot of cool stuff happening in comics for Kyle. Uh, I hate this place or fuck this place is out in comic shops right now. Mm-hmm. Kyle, tell me a little bit about the book, man. I know I missed it because I was getting my John Starks plate, but tell me about yeah. this book. I, I, it's, get, it's, I already gave the pitch to the listener. This is straight horror, right? Is this straight horror or what? Yeah, I'd say it's straight horror. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like everything has a place everywhere if done right. There's some there's some maybe humorous, charming moments in there, but they're character building. Uh, it's, it might, but it's the first thing I would say is, is non-humorous. Uh, and it's my best-selling thing, so I don't know what that says. I sort of not been funny earlier, I guess. 
Um, <laughs> Should you have yeah. done this first and then been funny later? No, I, there's no good answers. To that. I like doing, I like doing <laughs> funny books. Uh, I think I do it better than most people. Um, I like to make people happy. So, but it's, it's kind of a, it, it is a thing where it's like, oh, people don't want that, which I've known for a while. I mean, comedy, you guys know, we probably talked about this lots of comedies of sort of a bad word in the comics industry right now, or it has been for a while. Um, I don't know if there's ever a time where comedy is like, man, the best book is a comedy book. I don't know. Uh, people just don't want to buy them. They've been burnt too many times. Like, I get it. I get it. Uh, I'm trying to do something different and new and unique. And I'm trying to do it with this book too. And I, I think I succeed with every book. But it's like, you got to make something people want to pick up. You got to make yeah. something that someone's going to tell their friends to pick up. Um, and it seems like uh, this book so far is the one, which stokes. I'm stoked because I just want people to read my books. That's all I want. Yeah. Uh, I just want readers. Uh, I just want people to read it and tell people it's good and those people to read it. So on and so forth. Yeah. So it's a horror. It's about this, uh, this couple inherits uh, a ranch and it's uh, like a paranormal nexus sort of. There's, there's monsters, there's ghosts, there's lights in the skies, there's a, some sort of dark entity in the woods. Uh, it's the worst place on earth and they can't leave. Um, and it's going to be basically about how two people who love each other sort of survive something that you can't prepare for that gets worse and worse. Uh, and those are those are themes that are really exciting to me and I really like spookies. So it all goes together. So is this a five issue? It's a ongoing, my dude. Oh, it's oh, ongoing. Wow. That's nice. It is, it, is, it is not only my first non-comedy, it is my first uh, on, it's a, well, it's ongoing. I say theoretical ongoing, because what does that mean in 2022? Yeah. I would love to do, um, I'd love to do 18 issues. That's that your plan? Optimal. Nice. I mean, I'd, I'd like to do, I could do it. The thing is like, the, the setting for this ranch is that I could do almost any horror genre that I would like. So my, and that's really exciting to me because uh, like even the first issue, it has paranormal, it has haunting, it has slasher movie elements to it. Um, and that's like, that's what's really exciting to me is that uh, I like, there's not like one genre of horror that I like. I like a bunch of them. And if I'm only going to do one horror book, which probably isn't the case now because I sold a bunch of issues. Um, <laughs> but it's like, man, I, I want a place where I can sort of, potentially play with all these ideas um so yeah no it's it's ongoing it's gonna be ongoing until people That's would cool. buy it you know what's Where your favorite that? what's your favorite horror film then kyle oh man that's tough I, it tough is with me not having any thought i'd say i mean like uh i love uh i love get out okay uh, it's a great movie i love I'm try, i can only think of recent ones i love hereditary i thought hereditary was great um Mm, my favorite horror movie. Let mm -hmm. me think about it. I'm okay. unprepared. It's okay. so funny. Like someone's like, oh, like, and I'm like, man, I watch like, I just put Shutter on, um, and I just watch whatever you know. And it, and the thing is, like, horrors like comics or even like wrestling to me, where yeah. it's like it's always, it's always there's there's like a middle area where it's always this thing, and it always feels the same, and it gives you the same rewards, you know. Um, but every now and then it'll like pop out above it. And whatever pops out above it, it's like the best thing in the world, right? Um, like wrestling's the same way. Like if you can overcome every story has to be in the square and tell a great story in that square, um, it's like a beautiful moment. I feel the same way for comics. The comics, it's always, it's, it gives you these vibes, right? But every now and then it's Hawkeye, it's Vision, it's whatever. Um, it's, it's I Hate This Place. It's I Hate This Place from Skybound yes. in stores now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, now, so I, like, I watch a lot, but it's like, I'm trying to think of like, and I know it's like, it's just like comics. Like what's the last good comic I read? Like I have an answer, but it's only because I do enough of these podcasts that people ask me. It's like, man, I have to think about it because I read so many and they're all, they're all enjoyable. 
There's the one that blew me. Get out. I didn't get out. It's like, I love it. Like, I think that's an incredible movie. It does everything I want a spooky to do. I would say if it, anything with body horror, like, I can't, I'm out. I can't watch it. I can't really? do it. I don't like oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it. And I know, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I try to be, because I'm only this person, I'm only this person. I try to be extremely self-aware. And I'm always like, oh, I wonder why this. I wonder why that. Like, I don't like needles. And I know it's because my mom would always get very nervous when I was getting a shot. And I'd be looking at her freaking out, right? Um and I know I don't like body horror because we, my parents took me to one of their friends' house. They had the fly on TV and I saw the fly way too young. Uh, and I don't know when it came on VHS, like for all I know, I was 15. I feel like I was eight. And I saw that movie and I'm like, this is a hard pass for me. And I, body horror is tough. That's interesting. Tough Kyle. Same thing happened to me with The Exorcist with my grandfather. It was That's on, a great fucking movie. And, and I, saw it, I saw it way too young because my grandpa died when I was eight. So I saw The Exorcist oh, before I was eight. Yeah. And, and I was petrified of the devil for the longest time, like forever. It was just like, that, that could happen. Fair. That could happen. Like I could be possessed by the devil. And if my mom wanted me not, like I remember specifically, I was listening to Metallica and my mom came in my room and she was like, you know, they worship the devil, right? I was like, I'm out. I it worked instantly on me. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> and then so I started, funny. I it worked though. And then for the longest time, I didn't listen to like heavy metal because it was the devil music. You've been working stuff out for a long time. Bob. I really have. I really uh, have. It's true. If you Exorcist, I think Exorcist is definitely on the short list of like best horror movies of all time. Now, what about maybe, what about Exorcist Three? Have you seen the? Third I one? love Exorcist Three. That's I'm my gonna, favorite one, dude. I, I, like, you know, dude, so like I wasn't a I wasn't a kid. Like I wasn't a horror kid. Um, it's just I didn't interest me. I remember like. It, people were like, "How oh, did you see Hellraiser? I'm like, who gives a fuck about Hellraiser, you know? Like, I just don't care. I didn't care about any of it. Um, and when I started working when I was older, it's like, I think I watched, like, all the, like, Nightmare on Elm Streets. I like the one where they're superheroes. I can't remember. Dream That's Heroes. A, dream, dream Warriors. Dream, dream Warriors. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. One's all, that one's okay. I thought that was right. But when I, you know, we're older, I have kids. We have, I have a friend who's named Benito Serrano. He's on Twitter. And he used to do this thing where he would say, he would list, like, everything. He still does it. He does it every October where he, he lists, like, Every horror on a streaming service, it used to just be Netflix, that was worth watching. And he'd give like hard recommendations. And he'd be like, these are, he'd categorize them. So like, if you want to see a haunted movie, like here's the, here's 10. Um, and I just like, I like Benito and I thought he had good taste. I, I believe he does have good taste. So I'm like, I've never heard of this movie. It's a hard recommendation from Benito. I'll watch it. And I really like, that's like um, Homebound, um, The Innkeepers. Like there's a ton of movies like I never would have heard of um, that I watched because Benito made a hard wreck. Um, What's that, uh, uh, that that haunted house, uh, De- Demon House LLC? What's that one? That's a good one. It's like I never would have watched that. I, it's not. It's Death House. Oh, I can't. Think. I've never seen that. So uh, it's good. The first one's good. Don't watch anyone after that. But it's like it's one of the things. It's like these are like horror. It's like horror is interesting because like if you only want to watch blockbuster horror, you're probably not watching good horror movies, right? Like you're probably you're watching like a weird like cookie cutter like streamlined thing that has a bunch of jump scares, but for the probably like eight out of 10 times. Like, isn't that scary? Right. It's like, uh, I know what you did last summer, which is, I like, I know what you did last summer. I see right. Right there. Right. Um, but like, if you want to watch like a good one, you got to find a guy who only had like $50,000 and you had a friend who knows how to make a head explode. Like, great. Like that dude's going to make a banger. He's going to make a banger. It's, it's, film. it's, it's evil dead. You're essentially <laughs> talking dead, yeah. about evil dead. Cause that's I love what, evil dead. That's what evil dead two was. It was just like these guys. That's awesome. They, awesome. they figured out how to make cool stuff happen and they did it on no money. For sure. You know, antlers. Uh, antlers was good. Have you, have, you, have you seen Antlers? No, it's got body horror on it, doesn't it? Is that body uh, horror? No, because the main character doesn't experience any body horror. So it, they, it's very weird. 
he didn't grow antlers no i don't want to tell you but like it's definitely cool like i i, I dug it it was uh, the, the it basically the it's this little kid and something's going on with his father and his brother so all right like it's not necessarily body horror but like something does happen to the dad but not to the main character so it's not your typical body horror movie like because in the listen, fly you get everything through jeff goldblum's perspective no no listen so. here's what body horror means i can't have people uh doing like four shape chains no there's only one there's only one yeah, in the movie. It. it doesn't matter i can't do it oh okay really yeah i can't i just i it grosses, <laughs> grosses me out too like i love listen uh, i'm not ashamed of this i love in my Shyamalan. I love M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan has a new movie coming out. I said, Benito, can I watch this movie? And he's like, you cannot. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch it then. It's got body horror in it. All right. Okay. Makes that's, sense. The, that's the life I sure. live. I love M. Night Shyamalan. I wish I could watch it. I know there's body horror in it. Uh, and that's not just the people getting old, though that counts. That 100% counts for me. Um, there's apparently a very a very uh, visceral, graphic body horror scene. Uh, and, I, and my man Benito takes care of me. He's like... Did- uh, Kyle, you can't watch it. Uh, Cronenberg probably can't watch it. No, no Cronenberg, no Cronenberg for you. No, definitely very not. Little, very little Cronenberg. Very no. little Cronenberg. Now, now you said you like uh, Sh- uh, M Night Shyamalan. Did you see The Happening? Yeah, I hate The Happening. I hate, but you like I like Lady in the Water though. So it's like, I, I love I'm Lady a, in the Water. It's a, a great movie. With, I'm a man with depth. Yeah. Yeah. I, my only complaint, like I feel like if in that movie, if uh, the dude with the big arm would have used that big arm in any way. Like clothesline somebody. Like, yeah, I wanted him to like, clothesline somebody. Hold the, hold the door closed. Like hold yeah. the door closed. Yeah, that was I'm a, with you. That was, I feel like that that was such a misstep. It ruins the whole movie. It ruins the whole movie. <laughs> I, listen, I enjoyed it. I, you know what? I like. Uh, what do I like? I like. I like treaties on storytelling, and I like uh, sometimes when you're a little petty bitch. I like when you're a little petty <laughs> bitch, and you go after the critics. I'm down for that. Uh, I did not like. He's, I think everything after that movie is very suspect. I, I know people. I know some people who really like that thing. Uh, I'm not one of them. Well, there, um, I, there's no third act. Like it. Just, I mean, there's not. There's nothing happens in that movie. Yeah. Like, I'll say, like, look, that guy getting ran over by the lawnmower. That's fucking great. Yeah. That's great. Well, the idea of Mark Wahlberg scientist is pretty fucking hilarious. He's an inventor. And the way the way he states everything as a question was the best part of the film. It was Who's awesome. The, the female lead is uh, the good girl too. Like it's a rough like. It's it's a bad movie. It's rough to be like nothing. Nothing. No, you guys can't do any smart stuff in this movie. Like sometimes yeah. you just have to go. Like, if, if they were both just like wildly confused the whole time and like just making mistakes, you'd be like, "This is, movie's dope." Yeah, and um, uh, and John Leguizamo's in it too. I like I like John Leguizamo, he, but he dies like yeah. twenty oh, spoilers. He dies pretty quick for being it's so good. It's an old movie. You're yeah, spoilers on a twenty on a twelve year old movie. Spoilers, guys. I, it's fourteen years old. I feel like I feel like happening doesn't have enough going for it. That means you know, I don't want to come in and spoil something on top of it. You know, <laughs> like it already, it already has. It's a rough uphill anyway. But signs, like I think I think signs is a signs is honestly. signs is a very signs good. Is good. Film. Yeah, yeah, I like signs that. a lot. I I think I think I think that's like signs is very much in lieu. I think like, I like Inai Shyamalan for the same reason I like Edgar Wright. I really like when guys are like, what if I took this and I put this in it? And M. Night Shyamalan always thought to me, is like, what if Albert Hitchcock directed some sci-fi bullshit? And I'm <laughs> here for that. Like, if that's the premise that you want to come to me with, what if Albert Hitchcock directed some sci-fi bullshit? Um, which is what Jason, by the way, I don't know if you guys know the cartoonist, uh, Norwegian cartoonist Jason. Um, he's a big inspiration to me. And a lot of this stuff is like, <laughs> it's like, what if Hitchcock did a zombie movie? But it's like so low key. Like maybe you see a zombie, but it's just kind of standing still. Like everything's real low key, like a Hitchcock movie. Like there's not big act. Like there's not a huge action moment. 
Um, his, all this stuff is like uh, dull-eyed animals too. It's like oh, everyone's played by dull-eyed animals. Anyway, I highly recommend Jason. I killed Adolf Hitler. Uh, the Last Musketeer. Uh, Left Bank Gang is my favorite one. Um, that's about uh, all of the famous authors who went to Paris. Uh, Hemingway, uh, the Gatsby guy. It's all of them. The Gatsby guy. <laughs> the Gatsby guy. Uh, what's his name? It's Gerald. It's Gerald. The Gatsby guy. All those, all those dudes, but they're they're cartoonists instead of writers, which is one hilarious. And two, they do a heist, which is two. It's a great book. Anyway, so anyway, I love it. Edgar Wright does the same thing. It's like, what if, what if this was a comedy zombie movie? You know what I mean? Like, I love it when people smash things together and they do a good job of it. And Shami did it for a long time. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. A, I'm gonna watch a stupid baby thing on Apple at some point. The stupid I baby thing. Yeah, he's got something. It's like a fake baby, and there's a cold. Or something. Oh yeah, the I'm dinner or whatever it's called. Yeah, the yeah, servant. Yeah, yeah. The servant. The servant. That's what it, it is. Yeah. There's no yeah. body horror in that. I got the clear. I got the clearance on it. No body horror. <laughs> in that. I, can't do it. I just don't want to do it. And you know, if it's like if it's like torture porn, like I can't do it. That's body horror. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. my that's my horror like thing. I can't do. Yep, I feel you because uh, what was that Eli Roth movie that was nothing but torture Hostile. porn? Hostile. Yeah, yeah I, I saw the first one. I was like, I can't do this. Like, it's just like there's no real point to it. They're just like doing awful things to people. For no reason, like there's no. Yeah. No, that yeah, is and, like, the movie. That's and the and these and these dudes, these dudes that get like spoiler, but the dudes that get tortured spoiler. in the movie, they kind of deserve it. But and, and, so I don't feel bad. It's almost like watching a Rob Zombie film. Like when people are like, "Oh, Rob Zombie's great at horror," I'm like, "No, he's not. It's awful. Like all his movies are awful. Like I haven't liked a single one. Like Devil's Rejects was okay. Like that's the best I can give him. What's the and one I'm that's sorry. got uh, like Murder Face in it? Murder Face. I think it's his name. Murderface. What a good name. Uh, yeah, you talking about Captain Spaulding, the clown guy? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, no, this, or... so this was like, um, it's like, um, no, it's man. like, uh, uh, the whole thing was, it was like, um, it was like arcade from X Men, like where they had like you were in this like sort of trap building. Oh, it's like thirty one, thirty one. It's called thirty one or something like that. Thirteen yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doomface. Doomface is his name. That's his Doom. name. Doom. Yes. Because Murderface. Murderface is the guy from Metalpocalypse. <laughs> Metalpocalypse. Yes, it is. Oh yeah. Doomface is the guy's name. Yes. That, that guy. That guy's, that, I thought that one was again like you want horror in this range. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just go. That was good. It's thirty one. That's the one you're talking about, yeah. Because yeah, they had to like go through all those different like things, and it was like a, almost like a game show. Yeah, where, it is, where, it's like it didn't take itself too serious. But that Doomface guy is like going as hard as anyone's gone in a horror movie. Like he is working <laughs> yeah. so hard, and I'm I'm like good for that guy. I love it. I know the other like the thing of horror is like it's just like this, and I feel like the zombie stuff. It's like I watch and I'm like that's fine. It did it did everything I want a horror movie to do. Was it great? No, did it do something so terrible it took me out of it? Not really, because it's hard because you're in this area. But mm. every now and then they pop up. Like I thought the Halloween reboot popped me out. The next one, next one's right here. The first one yeah. popped me out. Uh, yeah, Invisible I, I would agree. Did you, see the yeah. Invisible, did you see Invisible Man? That movie was, it was crazy great. good. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I liked it. Elizabeth Moss, she's great. Yeah, Liz, she's great in it. That she's movie awesome. does so, that, that does so many, so many things. I like anyway. Horror movie. I would agree with you. Wrestling. It, it's all it's all part of the Kyle Starks brand. It's a, that's it's all, my it's brand all, now. That's your brand. Yeah, which is so odd to me because you were a funny haha guy. Now you're a horror spooky guy, and I dig it. There's such a there's such a close line between the two, though, Bob. Like like you know, I agree, like yeah. I think I think I think like that's why like things like but I um, also but I also like the fact that Kyle Starks said, "Well, people bought this. So I'm doing this shit now." <laughs> Well, you no lies. That's the truth. I want, no, that's I, why I, I like it. He's like, fuck <laughs> it. I got, I got bills to pay. I got fucking kids that are gonna go to college soon. I gotta figure this shit out. I make some fucking money. I mean, 
that's that's not that's not it per se. Uh, but yes, I'm, I mean, like, <laughs> I, so so um, I mean, here's first of all, Kevin's hundred percent right. Comedy and horror are very similar beasts. Um, they both re- they both require pacing, tone, setup, payoffs. They're the same bits. Like everything's the same. If you want to be successful, what is it? It's someone that you care about in a ridiculous situation or, in, or a dangerous situation. They they rely on the same moves, right? Um, so, you know, I've been doing comedy for a while, and I've I've been able to do it professionally. I do it for my my sole living. Um, I love doing it. I love making people happy. But like as the pandemic came around, I realized like I'm not selling. When we did Old Head, I, I shouldn't talk about this, but when we did Old Head uh, with Image, um, I did a Kickstarter. I did a great Kickstarter. I love Old Head. I think it's a great book. It's I love comedy. Old Head. It's a great book. Yeah, it's um, a great book. We talked about it on here, and in fact, maybe I, maybe I talked about this on the show because I probably I won't talk about it inside you guys. So. Is that they were like, hey, how many copies should we print? Like, which I was like, well, that's not my, that's not my place. That you guys know, like, you make that decision. I don't make that decision. And they're like, oh, well, you usually sell about forty five hundred copies, so we're gonna print forty five hundred copies. And I'm like, that's my legacy as a comedy creator. It's at best forty five hundred people read it. In a, in a, I, I think seven million people live in Indiana. Seven million people live in Indiana, but I'm hoping across the United States, I can sell forty five hundred copies. That's my legacy. And uh, that's that's depressing because I'm trying to do something like, as I say all the time, I'm not writing for the void and I'm not writing to make money. I'm writing. I do this because I love telling stories and I want people to consume those stories. And yes, there are benefits thereof. Like I'm super lucky, but I don't I'm I'm not I don't take writing jobs to do to pay the bills. Like I do it because like this interests me. Uh, I love telling stories. I love being challenged to tell stories anyway. I'm like, maybe comedy is a mistake. Like maybe I've been doing it too long and no one wants to buy it. Um, and a couple editors were like, probably, you're probably right. Like he, one guy outright was like, don't do comedy. Anyway, you know, the pandemic came around and I'm not doing shows because normally I do 20 to 30 something shows because Rick and Morty pays, actually pays the bills um, <laughs> at conventions. Me drawing a pickle for people pays the bills. And there wasn't conventions anymore. And so I, I contacted Mr. Kirkman and I said, hey, you know, uh, I'm not doing a show that I could use some money. Is there something you guys are looking for? And he's like, oh, you should do that thing you pitched me in New York a few years ago. I didn't pitch him. I literally was like, doesn't this sound like a good idea for a place? And he's like, yeah, that's it. Um, that was it. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll pitch this thing. And he was like, I was like, do you have any advice? He's like, yeah, don't do comedy. Like that was his <laughs> advice. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'm just not doing comedy anymore. Um, and so I did this book. Uh, it wasn't as much fun for me um though it is fun it's like but like it just doesn't there's different vibes and i was like you know what like once we sort of got past the pandemic i was like you know what i really like bringing joy to people i'm never gonna stop doing comedy i i like comedy i like action comedies i i love them i love how they make me feel i love to make them i'm good at making them um i'm doing another horror comedy right now for dark horrors um i don't know if i can talk about that but that'll be my next book probably nice. the book after that the book after that's going to be another serious uh, horror-based book because I have ideas for it. Yeah. But it's like, man, the, it sucks. And so I'm like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm going to do comedy. But then this book comes out. It's it's without it's it's double. It's more than double the most books I've ever sold for a number one. Wow! It's the best-selling thing I have. Well, do you think? Far. Do you think that the audience will come with you? Like once you like come along with this horror path, and then you're like, I'm going to go back to comedy. Do you think you'll you'll bring those people? Because I'm thinking yeah. you'll bring those people with you, and I'm I'm I, hoping you will because I think that's I, great. I literally can't answer that because I always think the next project I do, which I get a little more, I mean, I, I get a little more visible with each project. Like I really thought assassination would sell a lot of my back catalog because fans of Erica would read my stuff and then it didn't, it really didn't. 
Um, and I think the next thing is like, oh, this is like Six Sidekicks uh, had really great critical reviews. Um, it had a lot. It just had a lot of interest. It was one of the things that it was very visible. And that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar liked it. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar liked it. Uh, apparently How fucking not good random enough, is that? Not good enough for me to get an Eisner. Uh, you know, they, they know better than Kareem does. But you um, got a Jabbar, right? Yeah. yeah. No, no one's got a Jabbar, but you. No, a lot that of people should be a business card. Yeah, yeah you, uh, you like you, you just just make up make a trophy with Kareem on it, and then you have a Jabbar on the table. It says Kareem loves this book. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's great. That's like one of the most thrilling moments of my life too. Like, I I would I, I read that Schweitzer sent it to me, and I didn't understand it was Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I just thought he was sending me a nice review, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. And he's like, look who wrote it, and I was like. I was like, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> and my wife was cleaning, so she had, like, music playing. And she's in the kitchen, and I went upstairs, and I was like, hey, can you turn the music off for a second? She's like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar liked my book. And we are like, this is the best moment of my life. And that's literally as excited as I get. I go, can you turn the music off? So we have a serious <laughs> conversation. And she's like, oh, my God, what happened? I'm like, Kareem loved the book. And she's like, that's really great. And I'm like, yeah. And I went back downstairs. <laughs> uh, but I... But I, my heart, my heart, like I was over the moon. You know what I mean? I'm just like over the moon. As soon as I um, saw you tweet the story, I was like, "Hi, this is the happiest Kyle's ever been because you're such a basketball um, guy too." And, and it's, that's the and it's not, it's and it's man. that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's not just any basketball player. It's the NBA's all-time leading scorer, the guy who used the hook shot. Scott, I mean, Sky arguably, hook. arguably the greatest player. Like you can say, he's yeah. arguably the greatest player of all time. The I, mo- the thing one, is of like, most, one of the most dominant players who's ever played the in the NBA. It, and like I told Schweitzer, I'm like this. And here's the thing: this guy's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Kareem is Kareem is crazy smart. I'm like he shouldn't like my book. Yeah. He shouldn't like this book. <laughs> this isn't smart guy book. This isn't. A sm- I'm not doing smart guy stuff. Uh, I love it. No, that was huge for sure. That's, yeah. He he six sidekicks. Like and that's the thing. Like man, like you know, it's been, like look. The thing is, like people read my books, love my books. I make people happy. That's all I care about. But it's like I want more readers. You know. Yeah. Um, well, and I, mean, I want, well, and I don't only want to do comedy. Like I don't, I don't like look at Chip Zdarsky. Like I, like we all want to, we all want to be challenged, and we all want to stretch out. Um, but I, I like, I like knowing what I'm good at, and I like doing what I'm good at. Um, and I'm really good at doing things that have a humorous tone to them, and a lot of elements. Like that's the thing. Like I, I also feel like at this point, like outside of outside of Sex Castle, which even then has like a really great subtext to it, in my opinion. Like, what's the, like, I don't know if I even call these books comedy books. I feel like now that, but I also, because some of that is like, oh, comedy is a bad word, but my books have so much more. Like, they're big, they're big action. Yeah. There's big set pieces. There's uh, there's always a great subtext. There's some sort of emotional pull through. And it's like, man, I'm making good stuff. Um, we're not going to call these books comedy anymore. You're going to be like, right. like, why don't they say comedy anymore? It's like, because I know it's trying to get those it's number one sold. I'm going to trick everybody from here it's on. This is the word, like, watch. Listen, has anyone made it this far? Have any listeners made it this far? Don't they're tell them. They're going to make it. Um, <laughs> Like when we do this dark horse book, like it's a horror comedy. So the way I like to do, like if you if you really look at any of my any of my work, they start very comedy and it fades because once the story once the story is happening, then you kind of pick and choose for your comedy. So like things start funny. That's my hook. It's like isn't this funny? Don't you enjoy these characters? And then I do awful things to those characters, right? So that's very much that's very much a sort of dark horse comedy because like the first two issues they're pretty funny, but the last two are very serious because that's the that's the wrapping up the story, right? We will not say we will not say comedy. We will not say humor. We, but it is. You, like, as soon as people read it, they're like, "What? Why is it so dumb?" They're gonna be confused about why my horror books like what, it's supposed to be scary. It's like it's a little scary. It has a great, real, a great scary opening, and then it's like I domesticated a bunch of slasher villains, um, where they're like trying to mow their lawn, and 
it's like i, I think I it's really funny but then <laughs> awful things happen to them right um but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like we cannot say comedy just because i feel like literally especially since horror is doing so well which isn't why i chose to do horror it's because I, I really enjoy horror and because it felt like if i was going to do a different genre it's one that i could do well i believed yeah. in my ability to hit the sort of beats that are necessary to do a horror story um and I'll do another horror story because I, I still feel that. Like I thought of stories. I'm like, I can see the beats. I can, I can see how everything wraps around. Um, but man, I'm not going to say comedy anymore. I'm just not going to do it. I'm never going to do it again. And I bet I bet it makes a difference. Because people, I, if they're buying the book for me, they know, you know what you're going to get, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Even, this, even this book, like Bug This Place, like there's funny stuff in there because I can't help myself. But the thing is like, while I'm writing this book, like it's funny when, I'm, when I was writing this book, which now has been years ago, right? The pandemic. There, when I reached the point as a comedy writer, I'm like, oh, this is this is an insert moment, and it's like I was like, oh, I should make a ghost dick joke. You know what I mean? Like I should make a joke about ghost dicks, and I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a different book. That's what Don't the do- old Kyle would do. This is the no, no. new Kyle. And like that's a different book where you get to ghost dick jokes. Yeah. Um, but like I have a bit like you know they inherit this cattle ranch, and one of the girls was like, oh, we should name all the cattle, and the other one's like, mm, we should definitely not do that. Like I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, and there's little stuff like that. So well, you can be, it can be funny without being like, look at the Marvel for sure. movies for God's sakes. Like look, the Marvel. Hey, I, I say I like I, Commando. Every time he does, like that's the funniest fucking movie, Commando. But it's like it's not funny, right? Like no. that's an action movie, and like, yeah. that's my thing. Is like uh, that's why I love action comedies too, because it's like, what if there's more of the puns though, or whatever? Let off some steam. Yeah. Little, <laughs> or when he's like, he's like, remember when I said I would kill you last? I lied. Uh, or when he's like, here's my friend, he's dead tired. He's dead tired, yeah. yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen, like, that shit to me is the funniest shit because it's yeah. like, you're not, it's, it's a different context. It's like yeah. unexpected. Yeah. And that's how I feel about everything. Like I said at the beginning of this, like, is it, it's not comedy, it's horror, but there's a place for everything. Is I, I, I want to move it from being sort of ethereal horror to being high action. I, yeah. I like, I think that's the best way to do horror in comics that um, I have to build to that, but I know that moment where it becomes, uh, where it becomes a, a huge sort of, then I'm like doing aliens. I'm not doing, um, Amityville horror, you know what I yeah. mean? And that's what I want to do. Is like I want to move through these genres, um, and the second genre is not something I, or the second arc rather, is not a genre I intended to do. But it came about. Um, it came about and was so obvious. Um, it's like, man, like I'm stoked about it to do this thing that I didn't plan for when I planned so many things out. But yeah, I have. There's an end to this. There's an end to fuck this place. Right. Um, but nice. even if it ends because of the nature of this location and the nature of story, it just pivots into. It could easily just pivot into something else. Um, but I'd probably be like, let's just stop here. It's like, it's like the Kyle Starks version of American Horror Story. You could just take it all kinds of places. For sure. But with the same mm-hmm. cast, basically with the same cast. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Like, it's just like, there's a lot of options. Because, like, if I want to do a haunted house, if I, I mean, it's a haunted ranch. I can do it easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're just putting all the chess pieces in place now. And that's it's awesome. just gonna, once it builds up, I think it's gonna be really good. The artist is great. Uh, everyone's doing a great job. It looks fantastic. And you're Thanks, great. Man. And you're great. And you're great. I'm trying yes, to you're, you're the greatest. You're the great. You're great. Hey, that's what Kareem hey. Abdul Jabbar says. All right. Well, we're going to let you go because it's been about an hour. I know you want to go watch some NBA playoffs. Um, real quick, before we let you go, who's going to win the NBA finals? Uh, you know, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Celtics fan. I think Golden State wins, man. I just think, I think people who've been there before have an advantage, period. Um, I, I would not. I would not have thought the Celtics I, – I think the Celtics are going to go to the finals. Uh, if they don't, that won't surprise me because the Heat's got Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, and yeah. those guys are – Damn are good dogs. basketball players. They're dogs, man. Like, that's yeah. like you have to have a dog. Um, but the, 
the Celtics, I don't know what happened in December to the Celtics, because I've watched them. I mean, we've, we've watched this team for years now. Me and my wife watch almost every game. Um, and it's like, they're fine. Like, you're just waiting for them to get old enough. It's like, they're so young. Al, Al Horford coming back is a great veteran presence. But, like, something happened in December. At the end of December, this team flipped. Like, they figured out everything. And a lot of it is, you know, we, we watch this team and they like to shoot threes. And, like, like they can't shoot threes. They're not a good three-point shooting team. But Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are popping threes and they can't shoot them. But then they're like, at some point, they're like, hey, what if we just attack over and over? What if we made one more pass? Because um, we have so many good ball handlers and passers. And they just figured out – they started playing a wave where they were dominating. It's like the defense was there, but the offense was never quite there. So them going to the finals is, like, crazy to me. Um, but Tatum, like, literally – if you want to see a dude go from from a top 25 player to a top five player, like watch December to January of this year for Celtics. It's like no doubt, no question. Um, I, I feel like if we don't – if we'll beat the Heat just because we have an advantage over them, I feel like we match up really well with Golden State um, because it's guard heavy and we don't have to double anybody. Uh, and t- who's going to guard Tatum? Like who's going to guard Tatum is going to be the question now for the Celtics and the NBA for a while. He's just when he when he's on, he just he's on a. <laughs> Reggie Miller says, I don't know how, how much NBA you watch, but he when, when, he's like, there's levels in this league, right? And you, it was, Jason Tatum's on that level now, where you're just like, it doesn't make any sense that someone can do the things that he does. So I wouldn't be surprised. But the thing is, Golden State has two of those guys. Yeah, they have two of those guys, and yeah. frankly, two other guys. They have two other guys who can do it too. Yeah. Um, but I, I would love to see Celtics Golden State. I think it's a good matchup. I wouldn't be surprised if Golden State swept them just because they have such, so much experience. And that's what the Celtics don't have. Like they, the I, prior to Al Horford coming, like the oldest player on that team was Marcus Smart, um, and he's like, thirty-two. I don't know. Anyway, I think I think Golden State wins. I'd love for the right. Celtics to win. All right. um, I think CM Punk wins this weekend. All right, with you. All right, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Kyle, it's great seeing you. When I see you at Heroes, I owe you a drink. And right. uh, go out and buy F This Place. I hate this place, whatever you want to call it. Go to your local comic shop, pick it up. It's an ongoing. So you could just keep getting it and getting it and getting it. Put it on the pull list. Put it on your pull list, baby. And you should put it on your pull list. You should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely should. Kyle, Check out my other stuff. Kyle Starks. I got good stuff. Good stuff. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.